episode six. I rate that still podcast. Thank you for tuning in. You're here with myself, Hamza. I also got Rayan as well. Yes, sir. I've also got Usher in the building. What's everyone saying? What's good? All right, yeah. And Sahel can be be with us today, but don't worry, we're gonna hold the fort down today. Pull one out for Sahel. Yeah, man. So yeah, this is gonna be a different one. It's gonna be a big one. Yeah, it's very a different topic. We're moving from music. Where are we going? Let's let's tell yeah. them where we're going. We're going into the brand new Premier League season. Yes, sir. Yeah. 2019, 2020. Yeah, so by the time you're hearing this, the season will have started. So, like, I've missed football so much over it's the summer. Mad. So, yeah, I'm ready to get into the transfers. Come on, yes, I'm ready man. to get into predictions. So, and obviously, yeah, excitement, isn't it? It's just hype because this season's going to... We say it every season, this season's going to be better than last season. And it does. It works out. But obviously, the people who don't know me, I'm a Manchester United fan. <laughs> and let me just leave it at that for now. Yeah, we've got another Manchester United fan in the building as well. Yeah, two United fans in the building. We'll say lifelong. Lifelong United, lifelong fans. United fans. Came out of the womb saying, United, United. Lower to the soil, even though they're from London, but whatever, innit? <laughs> yeah, let's not start. Don't talk too much on that. Yeah, I mean, I'm a goon on myself. So, yeah, I mean, normally... I'd be a bit sceptical to be saying that, spraying it out, but, you know, considering the way things are going over the summer for us, I'd say I'm proud to be a gooner right now. And yeah, we're just going to get into the excitement for the upcoming season, man. 2019, 2020. What we got in store? Fam, this season just seems so mad. Last season, you could tell, like, City were coming so correct with their team. Everyone clocked it, like, everyone was like, yo, Pep Guardiola's about to bust, like, Champions League, everything. But this season, I actually don't even know who's going to win the league. I think, you know what's mad yet? Everyone has mad expectations. Liverpool, Champions League winners. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yo, they have to win the league now. Because mm-hmm. even if they get semi-finals again in Champions League, they have to like... I mean, it's the way they narrowly missed out on it. That's the thing, season, yeah. Right? That's the thing. Spurs coming into the final somehow. Then obviously they've had like a mediocre season last year. So it's obviously a bit of a... It's kind of like they have to prove themselves. They've got to improve, this yeah. Year. That's the thing. Man City... You just can't say anything. The only bad thing about Man City, their kit is disgusting. Yeah. Like that's the only loss that they've taken this year, probably. And along with the other clubs, like you got Chelsea. Chelsea is like, for me, this is their write-off season. Lampard's come in. They, they can't do transfers. This is just like fluke. We'll do what we can do. If mm. if it doesn't work out, oh guys, we couldn't do transfers. That's what it is. And oh guys, it's Lampard's first season. That's it. That's their excuse. In yeah. terms of United. Obviously, Solskjaer's first actual start of the season. So, yeah, obviously, last year he started in like November, December or something. And this time round, he's got a new team. He's lost his striker. So, I'm just... Yeah. I don't know what's happening I mean, in, in Manchester, but... There's a lot to cover. So, yeah, you just literally went through all the stuff that we're going to be chatting about Basically. pretty much, yeah. And what's a good place to start off? Transfer window? I think, yeah, 100%. Because today is currently the time we're recording this. The transfer window has closed. Just closed. It's been like an hour or so. So everything is done now. And like, honestly, for me, the the transfer window, when it started, obviously it was quiet at the start. It's just the last three weeks is ignited in terms of every other club. Yeah. So obviously as a United fan, obviously I'm going to talk about United specifically right now. It started off mad high. Bro, we had expectations. And we stuff. bought in one Bissaka. Yeah, that was did. a person we needed. That was, I'd say, for me, my best signing that we've had this season. Yeah, definitely for you. And 
It went from Wan Bissaka to Daniel James. Obviously, I don't know much about him, but from what I've seen of him, he seems like a good guy to like bring out, bring on in an FA Cup game, bring on in the 60th minute, mm -hmm. something like that, just, just to have someone, player. just a depth player. player. Yeah. Then it got to Harry Maguire. I was like, you know what? We need a centre back. Harry Maguire is he the one? I saw people saying Kalibali, who could have came for 50. Umtiti mm -hmm. came for 50. Kale Maguire is the thing about Maguire that I like. He wants to be a Man United player. That's the thing that I respect. Everyone else, they they see it as Sanchez, Di Maria, come three hundred k, sign me that contract. But Maguire said it from day one. Like you so, want someone who's actually gonna play. For that's the, the thing, exactly. So obviously, people who are listening to this, they've obviously seen. I'd say the craze of this season, uh, like window, the main name has been Dybala, because he's mm. been the biggest name in the whole transfer window. He's the yeah. He's the most. Um, what would you call it? Like. He's the biggest name in world football in terms of this transfer window. Like, yeah, you've got people like, I don't know, David Luiz moving. He's still a big name. You've got other people. Harry Maguire, big name. He's moving. But Dybala is someone who's considered to be a Messi-like player. Like a world class. Playing with Ronaldo. Winning like six Serie A's in a row. And, you know, he's, he's someone who can come into any team and just change that. So he was... He is an op now. Because he's... Like I remember seeing it Sky Sports We've agreed a deal Swap deal for Lukaku 20 million on top Perfect news. I was done I was like yo Get me my number 11 shirt With Dybala on the back yeah. I'm ready But this guy like He's selling dreams and We knew it was too good To be true fam Do it. That's the thing There was something in there Too good to be true That's the thing You can't man. always trust Everything you read man I don't know like What was the specifics about the like, main That thing, dropped the deal The main thing was Firstly Obviously, he was off at international duty, so he was on holiday before Juventus got back. But Juventus yeah. training started way later, so he didn't actually have a holiday. So there was a thing where his agent had flown down to London, mm -hmm. and they were already agreeing terms because United offered Lukaku, and Higuain was on his way out. He might still be. He's going to Roma or something. True, yeah. So they need a striker, and what Sorry said was, in his pre-season interview, that Dybala is a player that doesn't suit his style of play. But then you think, how does Lukaku fit into Sarri ball? But then again, he said that he wants a striker to help Ronaldo become better, which is understandable because he wants Ronaldo to fight for his spot as well as Lukaku or whoever it is, Icardi, whoever they want to fight for their spot. So he kind of righted off Dybala like, yeah, he's not going to play for us again. Mm -hmm. Then it came to Dybala's agent posting a picture of him and Dybala on a private jet. So that goes like, yo, he's flying down like, 100%, this and that. Then there was just that thing where his agents in London, Ed Woodward's meeting with him, this and that. Then it slowly, Sky Sports got onto it. And obviously, Sky Sports is probably the most reliable source yeah. because they always source down who they get their information from. So anyways, that happened. The next thing you know, it's like, guys, we're like 70% done. Lukaku's agreed his 9 million a year. Dybala's like agreeing his terms. But the only thing holding up is image rights and the fact that he wants 18 million a year. Yeah. Now to me... That's quite. That's that's kind of disrespectful to the club in a way where you're you're coming to a club for money. That's what Sanchez did. Cause yeah. Sanchez said 100%. I'm going Man City. I'm going Man City. Man United were like, here, 400k, come. And he's like, yeah, cool. I'm done. Now he's sitting on the bench earning racks. Yeah. So, to me, Dybala, like, obviously you've got a player like Pogba, but Pogba isn't in that mind state to be like, yo, come to Man United, cause we're not a good club. Pogba wants out anyway. Yeah, he was a little unsure himself. Wasn't he it? was, yeah. So he, why would he convince? That's the, the player? thing. That's the thing. team that he might like, leave in anyway. That's the thing. Like, when Lukaku signed, he convinced him, like, yo, we can do this. We need you. And yeah. we can do this. So he signed Lukaku. Obviously, things didn't go the way we thought. And 
you can't expect like I know Patrice Evra put in a word for Dybala yeah. he apparently Patrice Evra called him up and was like bro like United is a club like you play for the badge regardless of where they are you play for that badge you help them fight and if you make them come up to that top you're going to become a club legend this and that. but obviously today he's a Juventus player and we just leave it to that yeah I don't know why we're spending so much time talking about a player you lot didn't even sign yeah I know, I don't know yeah, it was all a dream innit it was all a dream what do you yeah. think though about Arsenal's transfers. This guy's talking about you got to want to play for the club. Arsenal made what like five signings, yeah. Yeah. That could be a problem. You, you never know. It's looking good for Arsenal, but these men could come in. Pepe is like, oh, yeah. Pepe could be like, I want that nine. I want that number nine spot. Like a bench. benched. Yeah, man, that's the thing. Like, so like with with Arsenal, I'd say in terms of the top six clubs, we probably had the best transfer window yeah, overall. Hundred percent. So I mean, in terms of areas we needed to cover, which was you know we needed a winger. Yeah. You know, we didn't really have like a natural, right, na- natural ring. We actually su- yeah. suited the role and actually had end product. Exactly. You know what I mean? So that we got done with Nicolas Pepe for that, filled in that position. Although he did say he wanted to play for Chelsea. Okay, he said yeah, that what? But respect, years ago. respect. He might not put his heart into the club. He can change his mind. He can change his mind. You can change his mind. You might score own goals against Chelsea. You're getting skeptical already. He ain't even played a game for yeah, us. Fair yet. enough. Fair yeah. Enough. Nah, he's quality player though. Yeah. What? Twenty-two goals last year. 11 assists. Yeah. And Aubameyang got 22 goals. So that shows, like, even though it's League One, you know, he's, he's up there with Mbappe in the league, getting yeah, the goals. Yeah, exactly. So he was the second highest scorer in the French League. Yeah. Behind so, only killing Mbappe. Exactly. So that says a lot. He was probably one of Europe's most sought after I know players. United were like, not, no one was confirmed that you know were after him, but it's just those rumors. A little, where like little Juventus inquiry. Man United wanted him. A lot of people wanted would him. Yeah, Liverpool wanted him. I think it was us. Arsenal, Liverpool, and I think yeah. Napoli were close yeah, to Napoli hijacking close the deal as well. So, yeah, the fact that we got Nicolas Pepe, 72 That's a million. big sign, and he's 22 or 23 as well. He's yeah. crazy. And man. the fact that, listen, I want to just say, put it out there as well. The fact that, you know I mean, our negotiation transfer team, just, I don't know, they just, like, they sold dreams to the media yeah. by saying we only got 40 that million was the best budget. It's the best tactic. Yeah. And, and you've also got Raul, who's yeah, Raul a statue. Outside Emirates. He's, he's been the best signing. Yeah, not even, he's like, been the best signing. That's not even fun. Yeah, yeah. And without him, you would be broken. Like, I mean, everyone who watches, like, let's, for example, Arsenal Fan TV, because, like, like, fans of, like, other clubs watch it as yeah, well. Yeah, they yeah. know all about our problems, yeah, you know exactly. what I mean, upstairs. Exactly. The fact that we got... And you know what's mad? The problems you've had, we're going through that thing with Ed Woodward. Like, we don't... Yeah, no one Glazers. I've seen hashtags no one, as yeah, well. Yeah, like, Glazers people have written a formal letter, the fans' formal letter to Glazers. Like, we don't want them anymore. And... The whole Ed Woodward thing, like no one wants him. It's just because yeah. he's causing this toxic stuff that we don't need at the club. Yeah, I mean, I've seen it a bit, but I don't like that came out of the blue for me because yeah. I didn't think your situation was as bad as us. I think Emirates. what it is, yeah, is this all started as soon as Silex left because obviously that whole era of Silex, Silex used to run it. Silex said, "I want Ronaldo." Six days later, he signed Ronaldo. He just had That's that reputation. Thing. He had that reputation, it, and now yeah. he's he's obviously he's like eighty or something. He doesn't think of he's our director of football, but he doesn't he doesn't need to get into that stress to yeah. like yo you need to sign this. Yeah. But as soon as what I think was the best transfer window we had was there were two. One was the Van Hal one where we signed Martial mm-hmm. and we signed. Like a lot of we signed defenders, we signed Daily Blind, we signed a good team. We had a good team on for paper, the first yeah. time in a while. Mm-hmm. Then 
when it came to Pogba signing and Lukaku's coming, that was like, yo, we're actually putting something. To get a Juventus player for 100 million to come to a European League team, that's a big Who league. used to be an ex-player. Who used to be an ex-player <laughs> and he didn't really enjoy playing at the club at that time under Sir Alex Ferguson. Yeah. That's a big thing. And then now, the thing is, this season, Solskjaer is a United legend. Mm-hmm. And you'd expect, okay, Edward <laughs> would be like, yeah, cool, like, let's, let's listen to what he's saying. Yeah. Last year, Mourinho, he wanted to sign big players. They didn't give him the money. Edward Wood was like, no, I'm running this. It's not you. The thing that I don't get about these directors, the manager has a style of play. He knows who he wants in that team. Like, you look at someone like Pogba, we needed a centre mid. We got, we got that centre mid. Okay. And it's stuff like that. Like, yeah, but let me compare. So you're talking about, like, the owners aren't getting enough funds. Right, but you yeah. lot have spent a lot of money over the That's years. That's true. We've spent like I think it's like seven hundred million, and we're yeah. only behind Man City. In exactly. Spending. So you spent a lot of money, and since I think Fergie left, what twenty thirteen yeah, that yeah, season, yeah. and still, do you know what I mean? The fact that you lot are trying yeah. to rebuild and rebuild, yeah, you're spending money on money, yeah. and you're still not at that stage. I think the point at United is they've just thrown out we have money, and we're like on the Forbes list. We're number three in the all-time like net spending behind like Real Madrid and like okay. the Brooklyn Nets or something like that or the Yankees sorry and that's the thing like the thing that Arsenal did they played it clever they were like we have 45 million that would make like okay cool you signed Nicholas Pepe for 72 but you guys are like we, that, that, we did, you did it clever in a 5 year transaction yeah. that's cool but the fact that you're like we have 45 million you got Tierney for 25 million we got Shaw for like 30 Mm-hmm. And, and like this was like five years ago when the market was broken and that's yeah. expensive he was like one of the most expensive defenders and it just depends on the market anyway because exactly. if you're coming from the Scottish league yeah. and I think we set a new record for yeah, us, exactly. a Scottish uh, player signing yeah. so if you think about it, 25 million sounds like nothing these that's, days yeah, exactly. but now since ever since Van Dyke went ever since Van Dyke like what was it 75, 75 million mil. and now we got Harry Maguire going for I think mil. although this isn't Premier League Neymar just broke it like he broke the whole transfer system. Two hundred million to PSG. It's Coutinho as well. Yes, yeah, Coutinho, Dembele, these three guys. Yeah. yeah, like young players. They were like, cool, we'll pay whatever. Mbappe went to PSG for like one hundred and fifty million, and like Harry Maguire. Yeah, the thing that I've come to understand, eighty million, is he's an English player that adds to the fact that clubs need English players. Mm-hmm. Number two, it was kind of like Leicester's best player behind Vardy. He's he is Leicester's best yeah, player probably, yeah. potentially number one. And obviously, you're not going to let your big player go for 40 million. And then I was reading that they were in talks since May, and Leicester were just playing stush. Like, they were like, we want 60. We offered 60. They said, no, we want 70. We offered 70. They were like, no, we want 80. That's the thing with having a club with so much money, they know how to work you. And they know if we ask for this, they'll pay. Yeah, it's just they smart, need it's that smart business, to be honest. Exactly. Like, if, I'm, if I'm Leicester, football club, you know, knowing the fact that we're not going to get that many good chances to actually, you know what I mean, like. Sell a player for like lots of lots of money, yeah. yeah. I'll take the opportunity. Like they sold Morris for sixty five million. They got Kante, like they sold off Kante for cheap thirty million to Chelsea. That's a bargain. Yeah, this and day he's a world class CDM, like potentially yeah. one of the best CDMs in the world. So it's just yeah. the thing at Manchester United, yeah. It's just these past few seasons, I feel like the managers haven't been given respect because it's the managers who decide who they want to play. Like yeah, Solskjaer said. He wanted Maguire because he likes the way he plays. Pep Guardiola was after Maguire as well. Mm-hmm. Guardiola was like, this guy, like he's a really good centre-back and we need someone like him in Manchester, like at City because they don't really have, apart from Stones, they don't really have English players there because they're struggling with English players. And realistically, it's only United and Tottenham who have English players. So there's that thing, yeah, where that's the reason why I've come to understand like 80 million is a bit much 
like Harry Maguire to be the world's best centre back, you better win us the league then. Because Van Dijk's won them the Champions League. So he's proven 75 million. He's proven it. No, well. what I have, like, what I have the, the issue I have with this kind of whole overpriced defender thing is the fact that, okay, number one, he's English. Yeah. So the fact that you're selling an English player and he's, he's staying within the league, do you know what I mean? Like, so why wouldn't you sell an English player for an inflated price to a foreign league? Yeah, exactly. Do you get me? So, like, so they like respect Madrid, this a little bit something more. Something like that, exactly. Yeah, get, get as much money as you can yeah. out of a foreign league or a foreign team. But because it's English, it's an English club to an English yeah. club, like, to be honest, Manchester United ain't even Leicester's rival or anything yeah, exactly. like that. So, to be honest, I don't really get the sentiment. Yeah, I don't like, either. I think we need to set an example for leagues to be like, okay, and the thing, good quality the, players. The thing yeah. about Harry Maguire, he's been in the league for two years. Like, he still yeah. has to prove himself. Like, last season, he had a sick last season. Like, I know he scored against United last yeah. year. He scored that goal against Liverpool. And, like, he's had a good last season. But 80 million is like, like Van Dyke, he's had like, what was it, like four really good seasons at Southampton where he was mm-hmm. keeping them up. Like he was proving them. And even at Celtic, he was like amazing at Celtic. And then to come to Liverpool in January last year, play a year and a half, win them the Champions League, come second in the league. There's obviously Liverpool, you can see why Liverpool fans yeah. are happy with their team. And it, hit, it, it hurts me to see that. Yeah, I won't lie. The, there's, there's obviously reasons why English players get valued more because you've got to have like, certain amount of English players in your team and whatnot like that's the yeah. rule in the Premier League and stuff I mean these days if you don't it's proper like look down upon it yeah, and I also you, think you've got yeah. teams like City what, they, like, they barely have they, any yeah, they have like like even we don't teams. Arsenal's don't have yeah, that Arsenal barely like, have so it makes they sense. just have youngsters but yeah. it's just toxic that any like decent English player is going to be like for, like your one young kid can have a good season it'll be 40-50 yeah million. exactly so, so no like foreign clubs are going to sign them to be honest yeah, I think they're looking, they look they look at it differently. I it's think tough. you see the English league, yeah, we're quick to react a little yeah. bit. We see a player with one good season under their belt and then we like because that's, it. that's the star kid. That's it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But I think the other uh, leagues look at it differently. Look at the German league, yeah, they actually take young English players on loan. Yeah. And like they you actually can look at Sancho. He was yeah. rejected at Man City. <laughs> yeah, and then he's gone see and the way they the fit best. in. Yeah, it's Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like we need to take examples from there. Exactly. But like, I want to look at um, other transfers from the other top six clubs. So, so we can take a we, look at. We can talk about Man City because they've had they've not signed a lot of players, but what yeah. I do know, they've signed a new, they've signed a Fernandinho replacement. Mm-hmm. Fernandinho is getting old. He has like another year on his contract, two years on his contract. Uh-huh. So they've signed Rodri from Atletico Madrid. Yeah. They triggered his release clause. Sixty million is nothing, mm-hmm. and he's still young. He's 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 kind of he was. New to the Atletico team, like no one really saw him three, four years ago. Yeah, but he's coming up. He's had a good international uh, time with Spain as well. So that's the one signing that for me, like that's a really good signing. They've signed a replacement who can stay at the club for five, six years. Yeah, and they got the Juventus fullback. They got Cancelo. Oh yeah, and Cancelo. with with Walker being like thirty odd years old, Cancelo coming in at like 24, 25 He was linked with Man United as well before Wan Bissaka. Mm-hmm. He's a defender who's come up from the bottom like he was at Valencia come up come up to the Portuguese team played with Ronaldo Bernardo, Bernardo <coughs> Silva yeah. come to Juve won the, won the league with Juve come into the quarterfinals semifinals of the Champions League and now he's at the Champions of England and that's for him that's a sick transfer for Man City and it's great business it's just well. yeah and they paid they got Danilo out and they paid 25 million or like yeah. 35 million for him. And, and that's in terms perfect. of their transfers, that's about it, really. That's about He's it, really. a different breed, though. Yeah, honestly. it's just yeah. crazy. They founded like two potentially weak points in their team. And yeah, they, they just patterned yeah. so That's the thing. They don't, like, Man City, seven years ago, like, no one cared about their team. No one 
Like who cares about the director of football? <laughs> the thing is, they're listening to Pep. No, That's I was going to say that though, because you were like, oh, United have spent seven hundred mil. But most of our money is like we got Adidas still. Yeah, that's but we were winning true. trophies in the past as well. So we yeah. we like, not fully, but like to an extent, we earned that money. Yeah. But then there's teams like City just got that. Yeah, they just get the investment. Even Arsenal have earned money like over the years. Yeah. And now that you like fix the ownership up. You yeah, it just doesn't really signings. go back up to yeah. the transfer market. Yeah. That's why yeah. like Man City, yeah, they've always been that team. Yeah, like they spent fifty million on Kyle Walker. He was thirty years old. Like, is that really you know necessary? I mean? they, they, they buy. They like, spend like eighty million on stones or like something odd like that. Like a lot of money for stones. No, but that's why it's crazy for Arsenal because United and Arsenal are like famous for their directors or owners or whatever not putting in money into the club. Yeah. So now yeah. that Arsenal are like fixing up, it's it's good to see. So Manchester like, City's transfer window. I'd say I'd rate, they've done 10, what they had to do. I'd rate to be, 10 honest, out of 10, to be honest. You don't really. They didn't really need any. They really didn't need anyone. They don't need anyone. Ten out of ten. So they've done. They've done what they they've had done to what do. They had to do. They made their team better. If anything, right. they have a better CD yes. and better right back. Yeah. So who else? Should we go to Liverpool? We go to Liverpool. Who? Liverpool, who they've let Mignolet go. I know that. Yeah. Who else they, they signed like, that? Daniel Sturridge has been released. Daniel Sturridge been released. Alberto Moreno's gone. Alberto Moreno's gone. Released. Yeah, they released him. Danny Ings. Back to Southampton, is it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, Harry Wilson's on loan out. Then it's just a bunch of youngsters going out. Yeah. And I know they signed, like, this 16-year-old English guy who's meant to be really, like... The the Harvey Elliott. Yeah, that guy, like, he's got, like, a top knot. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, I saw that. He's meant to be really good. And they've signed a a replacement for Mignolet. Yeah, they signed Adrian, which is good. I think that's a good backup keeper to have. Definitely. To be honest, because he was good at West Ham. Like yeah. He was he was really like he was a, he's a good shot stopper. But if we see it generally in terms of Liverpool, yeah, do you lot think that they needed a few more signings? Personally, I think although Firmino is a good striker, I think they need someone to make Firmino fight for his place. I think there's no depth, is there? There's no depth. Yeah, I was gonna like, say that. Like, that's Firmino goes depth. off. Who do they bring on? Imagine there's a few uh, like key injuries, exactly, and you're still yeah. fighting for again. I'm assuming they're going to be challenging for every single trophy exactly. again, just like they did last season. Because mm. and if your what, star players are injured, what are you going to do? What I think is the end of last season, they've depended too much on Origi. Like, yeah, he's come towards on, the scored end. his goals. Like yeah, he scored Champions League goal. He's done that. But like he's not at that quality to be. Is he that playing. backup striker to bring on if you're losing one nil and you want to bring someone on to? Yeah. Like yeah, he did it last season. He might be. He's a bit of a fluke, in my opinion. He's a bit of a fluke kind of guy. <laughs> the other thing is yeah. Van Dijk and Joel Matip yeah they've had a good season last year but Joel Matip I still think you could find an you could find a better defender than Joel Matip because their defense they don't need to change their fullbacks they've got Trent and. Robertson, they've got but it's back. worked well if you think about it. That's the if, thing. If Matter was actually average, then yeah. they would have conceded way more goals exactly, than they did. Yeah. So you could argue that okay, because he was next to Van Dyke, he was a bit more confident exactly. and whatnot. But still, like singularly, he's his yeah. value's gone up exactly. since last yeah. season. So but yeah, like, I think personally, Liverpool are second worst transfer like window that they've had. I say we get to the worst team then. In yeah, the top I six. say we the worst team. Top six, which is I think Man Chelsea. Yeah, I mean it's understandable why because you know they've had the transfer ban, and mm-hmm. they've had obviously they've had all their loanees back. So they've had Tammy Abraham come back, who's supposedly their new number nine. Yeah, which is kind of crazy to me. 
They've had they had that one sign. The one thing they have done really well is they've signed Pulisic. Pulisic, yeah. yeah. In terms of Hazard, but will Pulisic? They got Mateo Kovacic as well. Yeah, they signed Mateo Kovacic, which I think is good because they need that depth in midfield. They've got Bakayoko back. They've got a lot of midfielders. Yeah, now. and let's take a look at who they actually like transferred out. So Gary Cahill went to Crystal Palace, Crystal Palace yeah. which we were linked to. Uh, yeah. Which I, I didn't yeah, want yeah, Gary Cahill. Yeah. And I'm pro- I'm very happy with Luis. I didn't even hear about that. But that would yeah. Be and uh, Rob Green retired, interestingly. Yeah. Eden Hazard, obviously, Real Madrid. Real Madrid. Uh, they also got rid of Alvaro Morata. And who else? Uh, Danny Drinkwater. <laughs> but yeah, yeah he was yeah, never really played. But yeah, his, the star man's gone. The star man Eden Hazard. Yeah. How are Chelsea going to perform this season? I think it's just because they don't have Higuain. Even though Higuain barely played last year, they don't have like all in out. Like, yeah, Giroud. his loan time. Giroud is the most experienced striker they have. Yeah. And he's also like 30 odd years They're old. in trouble goals wise They're having a tough season The thing is 100%. All areas I'd say all The area. thing is yeah, Lampard is about the young age This and that Does he play Tammy Abraham Get week in week out Because Tammy Abraham He had a sick Aston Villa season He did And championship People say championship Is just as hard as the Premier League Because yeah. it's a rough league People expect a lot from championship teams Especially like Aston Villa Who've had a sick season yeah. But can Tammy Abraham Come against someone like David Luiz Against Arsenal, yeah, Harry Maguire. Abraham. Who's there? Def- if David Luiz leaves, what is their back line? Rudiger yeah. and Christensen. And Christensen. Or Christensen or what's his name? Zuma. That's but not quality. Rudiger is an injury prone defender. A lot of injury prone players there, yeah. Christensen, injury prone defender. They have they have Alonso and Emerson, but they're both like Alonso's not in favour at good Lampard. No. Emerson is the favoured left back, but he's not good enough. At right back, I don't even know who the Aspil Equator. He's the club yeah. captain, so he's gonna have to play. Like I rate Aspilicueta. He's, he's one of my defender. favorite Chelsea players that they yeah. have alongside, like Kanti and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I still think he gets injured, even though he rarely gets injured. But if he gets injured, who do they have? Victor Moses, and it's just like that. I think Chelsea's strongest point is that midfield. That's it. So based on their transfer activity during the summer, what are we saying? Will Chelsea make the top four? Hell no. I can put money no chance. On. I can put money on it. No, no chance. Not making top four. Top five even. Are they even gonna make top five? I mean, what, they just scraped it last season. The thing season. with Chelsea, this year is a write-off season. Lampard's coming, new manager to the Premier League. Oh, hell of They pressure. haven't had transfers. So if they flop, they can be like, yeah, we didn't have transfers, fail. we've just got a new manager, it's cool. So for them, it works. Like, yeah. Chelsea fans will be happy stage. with that. Yeah. Chelsea will be happy with that. Chelsea fans will be happy with that. No, no, no. I think. Chelsea fans have high expectations. They're going to be upset either way. I genuinely think that they're going to be... like See the way they, they turned on um, a Mauricio Sarri? Throughout the season as well, and to be honest, yeah, he didn't even do that bad. Like in they're my stubborn. opinion, they're stubborn. I think. I think they. I think Chelsea fans are very entitled. Mm. I think like they they expect way more every season. When to be honest, they're always that team where they're a bit. They have their highs, they have their lows. Yeah, I mean they'll definitely. be finishing tenth one season, and they're so unpredictable that way. So in terms of predicting top four, I'd say Chelsea. Yeah, they they are that more spontaneous team out that top six where they could do really good they could finish like outside even the top six yeah so yeah, you can't write them off definitely not but i don't think the top four race like will be as hard as it was last yeah, season yeah, like yeah, yeah. last season was probably one of the best races for top yeah. four in like so recent close. premier league history yeah, 
<laughs> the fact that there was so many teams. Because I know there was like United coming potential fourth, Spurs coming potential fourth, Arsenal yeah. coming potential fourth. It was crazy. So what were we saying? Chelsea not, not favours. Yeah. Zero out of ten, to okay. be honest. I'm saying even Pulisic wasn't even that good. No, it could happen. Because I know people are saying Ross Barkley's going to carry that English <laughs> Lampard, but I don't know, man. I just don't. So know. wait, I'm what I'm trying to work out is what is their main source of actual goals? It's Giroud and Giroud. I don't. I don't think Giroud will play. I think it's Bashuai. Bashuai okay. up front. Pulisic on the left and Willian or Pedro on the right. Even Willian's goal scoring record ain't that good. I I don't know what's going on there to be honest. But yeah, that's the worst. And obviously, we've already kind of spoken about Arsenal and United. No, there's a few more signings that we need to. Yeah, so in terms of Arsenal, they have signed. So they've let go of the legend himself, Laurent Koscielny. Koscielny's gone. The nine year man. I thought you were going to say Jenkinson. Well, they've also let go of Jenkinson to Nottingham Forest. They've um, let Aaron Ramsey go to Juve, which is crazy because he went for free. Danny Welbeck to Watford. Watford. Petrček retired. Petrček retired. David Ospina has gone to Napoli. Yep. Um, Yeah, Koscielny's gone. Jenkins has gone. Kenny has gone to Leeds on loan. Yep. Which is good for him. That's Mm. really good for him. Mm. That's a good one. And then we signed William Saliba, and he's gone back on loan. Yeah, that's a sick signing. And yeah, we got Gabriel Martinelli. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, know he's a he's an eighteen year old. Yeah, he's a Brazilian striker, I think. Yeah, he's a forward, and uh, during preseason we were playing him on the right. Yeah, yeah. I heard he scored as well. Yeah, so. and he scored yeah in the early stages of the yeah, preseason. Yeah. And what I noticed with him is yeah he he is that kind of player where you know with Arsenal we kind of lack players that can actually carry the ball. Yeah. I mean like beat their man. Yeah, what yeah. I noticed with Martinelli from preseason that he actually he takes on that. his man. So he's kind of like Sanchez in that way. He's Sanchez a little techie. Used to do. Yeah, yeah. I won't lie, he's a little techie. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to yeah, that's him cool. playing. That's that Brazilian you blood. Game time. Game time FA off cup. the bench. FA Cup maybe. The cup games definitely. Mm. I say he goes into the. Uh, what's it called? Into the, the starting Carole eleven. Stuff. You start him in those cup games. Yeah, I would even say that's that. Interesting. But maybe not in striking position. He can play right wing. Mm. So yeah, I feel like he will be a good inclusion for yeah. us. And yeah. then you signed um, on loan. You signed the Real Madrid. Yeah, Danny Ceballos. Who, to be honest, he's won the under twenty three World Cup or Euros with Spain. Yeah. So he's proven himself now, and it's kind of surprising because Asensio got injured at Real Madrid and yeah. they still let him go. Yeah, that so was, was kind of like I thought that was gonna be the break of the deal, but yeah, uh-huh. like that's that, and. Yeah. And then um, in terms of who else is it? Nicolas Pepe. Yeah, Nicolas he, Pepe. He's seventy-two million. That's probably the, our star the signing, signing of yeah. the summer. So yeah, and obviously just announced a few hours ago is Kieran Tierney. So we got yeah, and we got David left Luis. back sorted. And David Luiz hopefully going to yeah, be announced soon. So yeah, I think in terms of Arsenal, we have the majority of the areas we needed covered. Best transfer in the we got left back. Europe. Yeah, we got left back, we got right wing covered, we got midfield covered with Danny Sebeos yeah. on loan. Centre back. And if David Luiz is going to be announced soon, yeah. then yeah, he's covered in centre back. So yeah, yeah I say like that's good business from a 100%. team that everyone wrote off after the final. Now, the n- latest news coming in now in terms of transfers is that uh, Usher's time here on the podcast has ended. <laughs> Man's going out on loan. He's <laughs> going out on loan to work. So, you know, pay respects to him. His transfer was a uh, hundred million to work. A little overpriced, a little I'd overpriced, say. I'd say. But you know, he's he's he knows how to work. Ten pounds a week. <laughs> <laughs> he's on that mad high contract. So we'll catch him in in the future podcast. 
So he's a, he's a over and out for yeah, today's man. episode. Yeah, and wish him luck as a Manchester United fan as well. Oh uh, yeah, he definitely needs that. Yeah. But yeah, it's just so for now. It's me and Ham running the, running the podcast. Uh, it's the first time. It's a two man job. It's a two man job, <laughs> isn't it? But okay. yeah, like in terms of so Arsenal. Personally, the best um, transfer window out of the top six, out of to be honest, the whole league yeah. essentially. The only team I'd say who've had a who've had a similar transfer window, I'd say Wolves, because they brought in two yeah. Portuguese strikers from the same club. That's like buying Alexandre Lacazette and Aubameyang yeah. and taking them to Real Madrid because you know that just works. But Wolves, I think, if you look at the whole twenty teams, Wolves have been up there as potentially just and Everton as well. I'd say Everton, Everton have, and Wolves. They've been in those teams. Yeah, they're really fighting for that top eight potential Europa League even potential like top four like you can see teams like United and Chelsea slipping up their league positions obviously it's hard to say like yeah you don't see them finishing 8th or ninth. but Everton they could win a game I think they're going to challenge they could win a game at Old Trafford they could win a game at Stamford Bridge it's not difficult and we know what the league is one day you could win 4-0 against Chelsea the next week you're losing 2-0 to Cardiff yeah I mean I mean when Wolves were promoted, no one would have ever thought yeah, that they exactly. performed the way they did. They, have they beat us, I know that much, last year. So Yeah, and yeah, they were a tough, tough job against exactly. us as well. So, yeah, they put up a good job last season and the fact that, you know what I mean, they had some hidden gems exactly, in there. Yeah. So, yeah, I definitely would keep an eye out on Wolves. 100%. Like, what was their, their performances against the top six clubs? Yeah, was they, had very the best. they beat they beat everyone. They beat Manchester yeah. United? They beat Man City. Yeah, Manchester yeah, City. Manchester they beat United. United. They beat Chelsea. They beat Arsenal. They, I think they didn't lose... Or they lost like a few. That's it. Yeah. But they're they're a team that I like. You know, you know, you always have that team in the league that you just like watching. Yeah. I think Wolves are that team. It used to be Arsenal where I used to like the way Arsenal played, but yeah. Wolves are just that team. Like Jimenez, Ruben Neves, all of these man, techy. And pretty much they've. I think they've kept the majority of their yeah, star they've players. Yeah, they've kept the majority of. The and they've added players. on to it. Yeah. So now they got squad depth. Yeah. Exactly. Listen. Yeah. Like but all of our top six clubs, you've got to watch out for Wolves exactly. again. Exactly. And then obviously we've already spoken about Man United, and you know, like I said, the yeah. transfer window, the rumors started off as being ten out of ten rumors. But for me personally, like the transfer window, I'd say we've signed our centre back. We've got new defence. That's what we needed. You got Wan Bissaka. You got Wan Bissaka and Maguire, and we needed that new defence. Like mm-hmm. Lindelof, and you managed to keep Pogba. That's very important. Keeping Pogba and De Gea. That's two big things for us. Because yeah. they're t- they're two. are two star players. We lose De Gea. We lose the goals. Con- like whatever you want to call it, goals yeah, conceded. I mean, he's been shaky recently, we but yeah. So but pre-season, pre-season, he's had a good pre-season. Okay. Although the Milan game was quite bad. But we move from that. Pogba, obviously, he's still unsettled at the club. He doesn't really do it. No one really knows what's happening in his mind. And, you know, I don't really like his agent, Mino Raiola. He's a very, like, feel like he's not looking at Pogba. He's just looking at himself a bit more. What do you but expect from Pogba this season? He scored 16 goals last year. Mm-hmm. Scored, he was our top goal scorer. So, centre mid, a potential CDM to be your top goal scorer, yeah. is a reason why I'm happy Lukaku's gone. Because... Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lukaku, he played against PSG, scored his goal against PSG. His first season was way better than his last season. But in terms of Pogba, what I am expecting, I'm expecting him to... I know, like, he... It's not that he doesn't want to play for the club. He needs to be leading the changing room in this Mm -hmm. season. He needs to be that guy, like, guys, like, we need to do this. It's... Even put it out there, guys, it's my last season. I want to I want to win Europa League. I want to get somewhere and I want to quit the club. Quit the club on a high level. Mm-hmm. If he quit last year, like, oh, guys, I scored the most goals, but you're still whack. Now, that's just not good, is it? Yeah. So in terms of 
Pogba, I'm expecting captainship. I'm expecting him to be captain for a lot of games, to be yeah. honest. Because him and Solskjaer, they have a good relationship compared to Mourinho and Pogba. Mm-hmm. But yeah, in terms of our signings, like, I'm happy we've, we've rebuilt our defence, which is I'm happy with that. In terms of attack, I don't know, because we're relying on a 17-year-old to That's the right only wing. thing I can say. From an outsider looking into Manchester United attack here, your main goal threat it's, was Lukaku, yeah. who is gone as well. So, like, who's going to be your main source However, of However, I have big aspirations for Tony Martial this year. I think this is going to be his best season. And yeah, I mean, Manchester United have been saying that a lot recently. Yeah. So, like, I think him and Rashford are ones who are going to... Because in the preseason they were intertwining, left wing, right wing, yeah. striker. So, that's going to be something to watch out for. Right wing... The thing that I've been saying is that I want Solskjaer to switch up the formation... I want him, like, before the podcast was recording, Rojo was on his way to Everton. Mm-hmm. But I see Rojo as someone who can play CDM. We've seen Argentinians like Mascherano go from centre-back to centre-defensive midfield and yeah. carry that weight. So I personally think Bruno Fernandes is a big letdown for us. Although he's mm-hmm. a centre-mid, he's an attacking-minded centre-mid. Like, think about it, like, apart from wan and Maguire, all the targets you were chasing just slipped out of They just hand. slipped out of hand. You know what I mean? There was a thing, oh, we've agreed Dybala, where's yeah, he gone? Yeah, we started off with Dybala. Bruno, Bruno Fernandes, 70 million, agreed, where's he gone? Longstaff was linked, where's he gone? <laughs> you lot took too many L's, I That's the thing, lie. and then the thing that I hate so much, we were going after anyone. Mandzukic, yeah, we'll take Mandzukic. Yeah, 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 Fernando yeah. Lorente, bro, like, we don't want Fernando. I've got no clue for you lot, yeah, who's been making these decisions, and it's the fact that the fact that you've got no like, attacking player coming people in. people can hear the frustration, yeah. Like, obviously, I'm going to back my club regardless. Yeah. That's the thing. You're going to back your club. I know my team, Man United, aren't that same Man United, like, seven, what was it, six years ago. Mm-hmm. We, I know that. Obviously, I'm going to fight for the club. Obviously, you don't want to hear people, like, gunning. Like, obviously, Arsenal have gone through this where Arsenal have been getting gunned down year after year. And for them, like, I respect, yeah. like, this year is big. You're looking forward. And it'll be disappointing. It'll be a heartbreak if you have a bad season this year. If no, Pepe no. doesn't show up, if yeah, these yeah. players don't show up, you're going to be like, yo, like, what's going on? And that's kind of that, what happened with thing. us. We had Pogba, we had Zlatan, we won the Europa League, cool, but it's not being the way it should be. Yeah. And in terms of United, yeah. like, overall, what I want to say is, like, I'm happy with the defensive signings. I'm happy in terms of that. I'm happy with the fact that Martial is going to get game time this season. He's good. Be, yeah. He needs that game time. I'm happy that Pogba has not like forced to move out and he's kind of I guess he's come to terms where you know what I'll give it one more year I'll see what happens it's just I want things to switch up where I want kind of a revamp within the squad where I want Rojo to be playing centre defensive midfielder mm-hmm. alongside maybe Pogba or Fred or whoever we've lost Ander Herrera and that to me is the biggest loss that we've had this summer like, I don't care about Lukaku mm-hmm. yeah we've yeah. lost our goal threat yeah. but Ander Herrera <laughs> but is someone goal threat's important though that's the thing like, when I, I, feel like, at... I feel like Martial can bring that goal threat Rashford and look, Rashford is let young. me just put it out there yeah. you lot have been banging on about Anthony Martial for seasons I know he's been seasons. here this is his fifth season and we all, you lot always say okay this is going to be his season this is going to be the thing is though the thing with Martial is I feel like he, the thing that I rate about him he's a very I play when I want I do what I want that's the type of, and I know you don't want that type of player that's not really a good mentality that's not a good mentality but Mourinho he didn't enjoy the way Martial played and the thing is yeah Martial at Monaco was an all and out striker he was being compared to Thierry Henry all of these rumours when, when Van Gaal first signed mm-hmm. him and Van Gaal saw that potential in him that's the thing I'm hoping this year so you're expecting him to be played in strike I'm expecting him and Rashford to be switched up so that every week it's a bit 
here I and mean, there. But yeah. that's the thing. We the want someone. You, you can't. You can't be switching it up that's like that. Thing, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. This is what we did last season. Yeah. yeah you guys had Lacazette and Una, Una Emery. Yeah, he was experimenting a lot with yeah. formations. He'd play three at the back. He played four at the back. And in away games, everyone knows yeah, how much that affected Arsenal us. Yeah. Bad away because games. we didn't have a formula away from yeah. home. It came just came to like come back and bite us. Yeah. What I what I personally think this season. Like, like we can't sell Sanchez. I want him to be at least put forward. To look, be look, used. the way I see it, yeah, no single player in your club right now is gonna be scoring more than twenty goals. I don't, yeah, I don't see it. So I don't see it. You don't need to be very worried. The thing that I can see is players scoring collectively goals. So Martial yeah. getting Martial got thirteen goals last year. Mm-hmm. Rashford got I think eleven goals last year. Ten or eleven goals last year. Pogba got sixteen. Pogba brings those performances from last year back into this season. Martial gets put up front and he scores the goals. In the first season, as a number nine, he, everyone remembers he scored good goals. He has that techiness in him to score, beat the defender because he's got quick feet, all of that. Rashford, he's that like... The thing with me, Rashford reminds me of a very Ronaldo-type finisher okay, where he yeah. can shoot from far out and he'll be on target. That's the thing. But then that leaves you with Marcus Rashford, yeah. Anthony Martial and Paul Pogba. Are those three your only main goal threats then? That's what I'm saying. The, the thing is, we're relying on a 17-year-old <laughs> winger, Mason Greenwood. Listen, and he's yeah. had a sick pre-season, uh, but that's the thing. Like, you That's can't, way you different can't, to actual competitive Because the thing league. is, not everyone is a Marcus Rashford. We brought out Rashford at 18. He played his game against Arsenal, got those goals, got a hat-trick in his next game. Yeah. You can't expect that from everyone. But... We can't do we, the windows closed. We can't do anything, so we might as well make yeah. use of p- players like Angel Gomez, players like Mason Greenwood. Give them game time. Yeah, you're clutching at go. straws, though. You, I think you you That's like all you know it, and I think a lot of United fans they're not looking I forward to the season. The thing is with me, uh, obviously, I'm gonna hope for the best. I'm gonna hope, yeah, we can get top four and we yeah. can do this, we can do that. We've got, we've got the thing that Arsenal, you know, the memes of Arsenal where Arsenal <laughs> will only lose five four because yeah. they can score the goals but they can't defend. Yeah. I think we'll only lose. Like three nil on only we won't concede many goals. I personally okay. think we'll have one of the best defenses in the league oh, behind no. City and Liverpool. I personally we have the third best defense in the league. Third player, best. if you look at player player, I think we have the third best defense. Okay, in the with league. Harry Maguire, I think you stand a chance. And Van Bissaka and Lindelof. Lindelof didn't have a Lindelof. bad season last year. Okay, it's looking. Then we right. have the Gea as well, the best keeper in the league. I think Spurs still got better defense than you. I don't know. That's that's a different debate. They they's not. Oda Wild's old. Van Vertonghen's old. They've got profession on their side. That's the thing. Yeah, but, yeah, but then you look at Oria. Oria, right back. He's 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 known to be a violent right back. Getting yellow cards. Getting red cards. Yeah. Then you have Ben Davis on left back. Potentially Sesenyi on left back. Yeah, that's their so weak spots. That's their fullback. But centre back really pairing, weak. they always yeah they have the perfect centre back pairing. We can't get rid of that. And then they have Lloris. But Lloris, we have to remember, he's a, he's a very hit or miss keeper. He's not he made a lot of defensive... He uh, made that error against Arsenal where he kicked it back and yeah. Rose kicked it, Ben Davis kicked it back and it just, he just let it go and it just went in goal mm-hmm. and it was against Arsenal. They lost against Man United. Yeah, but that's the thing, yeah. So with, with Lloris, he has a lot of mistakes in him. Yeah. From last season, we saw David De Gea having a lot of yeah, mistakes David as well. Yeah, David De Gea have a lot of mistakes. Then we look at the fact that the defensive pairing is solid between Tottenham yeah. Yeah, and then you lot. So you're going to pair Lindelof with Harry Maguire. Is that yeah. the formula? I think personally... Yeah, because Smalling is going to be our backup. Uh, Although, the thing is, Smalling and Lindelof last year, I personally like that pairing. I don't... The person I don't like is Jones. I don't want him at my club, yeah. to be honest. He's been there for far too long. He doesn't need to be there. Yeah. Smalling, 
I was like, you know what, this guy, like, he's proven himself just a bit. Like, mm. He's proven that he can push the ball forward. He can score goals. He scored that goal against Man City. He's done. He's, he's done his job, yeah. Lindelof, his first season was bad. I have to say, his first season was bad. Second season, he's there. This year, this is... I feel like him and Maguire can make a good pairing. Although, the thing that hits me, they're both attacking-minded defenders. They like to drive the ball forward. Mm-hmm. So, then it comes, what's going on? And then we have the guy who's going to be in hospital for the whole of the season, <laughs> Eric Bailly, yeah. who's out for four months or something, two months, four months. And he's like, I really wish he was fit because he's yeah. one of the best defenders in the league. I and mean, yeah. just his, like, it's just it's so looking bad, man. I won't lie, you like, it's tough. But Personally, are, we've been the... Th- I don't know with Spurs because Spurs, yeah, they've signed Sessegnon and they've signed Lo Celso. Do they need those players? They've got Deli Ali at Cam. Do they need Lo Celso? Like Sessegnon, if they play Sessegnon at left back, cool, like, okay, but is he going to be their starting left back? Yeah. Like, yeah, Endombele, good signing. I think that's a really good signing because yeah, we were linked decent. with him. Arsenal were linked with him at one point. That's a good signing because Wanyama's not going to play again. Mm-hmm. And who else did they have in their midfield? They have Sissoko, but I don't know. Yeah, like, their, their midfield is still very hit or miss. No, but we say this about Tottenham all the time where like they haven't made any signings, they haven't done this, they haven't done that, and yet they still make top four. Yeah, so I'm the still, they're still in the run for top four. Yeah, right? I, I'm not saying they're not in the run yeah. for top four. But enough, about, just... yeah, enough about Man United, enough about Spurs, yeah. Let's talk about the aspirations for at the Emirates, yeah. So Arsenal, yeah. Like, obviously before the, the summer transfer window opened, obviously I would have been like, we're not making top six, yeah, we're not making top four even. But looking at it now, with the reinforcements we got, we stand you know a good chance is, yeah. at you know top what, four. You know what it is with Arsenal? Personally, the signing of Aubameyang changed the whole game. It changes a lot. You know what it was, yeah? On the pitch, you've got a goal scorer. You've got a threat. Like, yeah, he's 28. Yeah, he's old. He's got that experience yeah. from the Bundesliga. This guy was scoring consecutively in the Bundesliga. Week in, week out. Yeah, Dortmund weren't the best team. They weren't really winning anything. But he was, he was proving himself. And what was it? 60-odd million to bring him to the Premier mm-hmm. League for a striker. And Lukaku just went for 72 million. A yeah. guy who's not even making top goal scorer That's what ranks. I'm saying. It's good business. And when you look at it, the fact that with the old uh, regime we had where we weren't really... We were, le- we were letting players go exactly. on a free, like Jack Wilshere, yeah. Aaron Ramsey. And for me, I think those signings, letting them go, it's kind of good for Arsenal. You brought in Gwendouzi. I mean, now nah, letting them go is different. Like getting money for them. Yeah, getting money is for important. Them, yeah. Like obviously, you'd want money for. The Ramsey. fact that we didn't have the contracts on yeah, lock. Yeah, and, that's like, the thing. That was a Ivan, big bad. Like that was a bad thing. I don't know what Ivan Gazidi was smoking over there. Yeah, yeah but I'm so glad he's left. And the fact yeah. that we got a brand new team in. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Arsenal playing this season. I'm still a little skeptical about the defense, even though we're allegedly getting David Luiz in. I mean, I'm not too what, the way I think of it, better than nothing. I'll definitely yeah. for eight million, which is the reported figure, I'll definitely take him. And with when Kieran Tierney, Tierney is fit, he's gonna fit into that left back role. Exactly. If Maitland Niles can improve on that right back slot up until when Bellerin comes back, then I feel like I mean the yeah. defense is gonna struggle at the start of the season. But come maybe February March when we get our main players back. Bellerin in yeah. and then I think then the defence will be looking at, like at least better than what 100%. we've done 100%. and especially away from home that is the most important part yeah. Unai Emery this season because he's, he's been at the club for one season now this is his second season and you know how we always say how yeah. when the manager comes in the first season just a trial run yeah. Yeah? 
Now this is his time to prove himself. And he's got the players he's needed. He's got the players. He's got yeah. Europa League on the table as well. Exactly. He can potentially win this time around. Exactly. So the fact that it was so close last last season. With a bad team potentially considered to this season. So. Think about it. Yeah, we're improving a lot. So I think Arsenal they've had the best transfer window, and yeah. it's kind of crazy to say that. Yeah. Like the team was saying, we have forty five million. A team that rarely signs players in transfer windows, like. Your biggest, yeah. your last biggest signing, bar Bamiang, like Lacazette was big. Lacazette, yeah, Lacazette he was, was big. big, and then Özil was someone who was big. That was probably yeah. And apart I think the biggest Ozil. thing, apart from that, was that whole stupid transfer between Mkhitaryan and Sanchez. That was yeah. the biggest part, but that was a flop, anyways. And yeah. losing Sanchez for you, to me personally, it hasn't affected you. No, you've got Bamiang in, and yeah, you've lost a goal threat. Yeah. But you've bought a goal threat back in terms of two I feel players. like we, we milked the most out of him exactly, yeah. in the time he was here. And the fact that he's just gone to United yeah, and just and feeding just off scraps. feeding off money now. You know it. what I mean? So yeah, like so yeah Arsenal, great. 100%. They've won the transfer window. In terms of even Europe, they've won the transfer window. Cause yeah, well, I think we're up there. Real Madrid, they've signed Hazard. They've signed Jovic. They've signed a few good players. And they've signed players they've needed. Yeah. They've got that Ronaldo replacement now. They can potentially go back into Champions mm-hmm. League. Go back... But it's still Barcelona. They've signed Frankie yeah. De Jong. They've signed all these players. It's just Arsenal definitely have put their name out there in Europe. So in terms of let's look at the transfer windows of the top six Premier League clubs. Let's rank them. So we're going for Arsenal as the best transfer. Arsenal window. number one. Yeah. Then I mean I guess you can agree with me. Man City number two. Man City second. I feel like they didn't do too much, but they got what they, they needed. They got what they needed. Yeah. So I've said they're second definitely. What's number three for you? Okay, so who's left? We got, so we got, we got United, United we got Spurs, Spurs, Liverpool, and Chelsea. For me, I'd say United third. Third. Yeah, you covered key areas. That's the thing. But it's lacking know, a lot. You know still. what it is, yeah? The whole last season was your defence is bad, your defence is bad, your defence is bad, mm-hmm. your defence is bad. We've signed that new defence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've missed out on a striker. Mm-hmm. We've missed out on a defensive midfielder and a right winger. That's three positions we needed. We, like, 100% needed. That, to me, like... We don't have a bad team. Like, we've improved our team on paper. Like, yeah, we've got Moshe out front. We've got Rashford. Don't have a right winger. So, Lingard, I don't know who's playing right wing. Yeah. You know what? I'd we've put you lot... the defence. I'd put you lot third then, I'd say. We've got a better team But only by year. default. I'm not saying if that... You, if you take out Lukaku, we've got a better team than last year. Because mm-hmm. we can still filter in that striker position. Yeah, you don't have someone who's six foot, strong up front. But this guy had a touch of <laughs> God knows what. Yeah. Then fourth, I'd say Spurs, because mm-hmm. they've signed Sessegnon in a potential left winger, left back. Mm-hmm. They've signed, they've kept on to Odewirald and Eriksson. Yeah, although Eriksson like doesn't want to leave. I mean, although Eriksson doesn't seem like he wants to play, mm-hmm. but Odewirald, he could have been a 25 million. His buyout clause was 25 million. He could have yeah, gone anywhere. I can't anywhere believe he did not leave. Yeah, I don't know what, but I think he personally likes Tottenham. And he likes yeah, that probably pairing feels of comfortable. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got someone like Pochettino, who's a manager, who's very player-focused yeah, as well. Yeah. So, yeah, so Tottenham would be fourth. Then it's a toss-up between the worst transfer window yeah, between like, Chelsea and Liverpool. I think Chelsea have the worst, because, I mean, they can't tra- they can't buy anyone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they signed Pulisic and Kovacic, but you don't really have a striker. Okay, I look at it, yeah. So they got Kovacic, they got Pulisic, but... I'm not convinced on Pulisic because his goal-scoring record what is not good. What if Pulisic gets injured? Who comes on? Hudson-Odoi? Yeah. Okay, that's it. He, even he's injured, I think, yeah, since I think so, last still, season. Yeah. Like, so, Pedro and Willian, they're old. They're not really yeah. good. Like, Pedro's their biggest goal-scoring threat. Yeah. And if Pulisic, like, if he doesn't bang, then they've got a big, big problem. And then they don't have full-back depth. 
No, yeah, no defensive depth, injury prone defenders. On top of that, they got <laughs> like Frank Lampard, brand yeah. new manager. So. The thing that they can, the thing that Chelsea fans can kind of use. This is their right off season. Yep. First season, Lampard's in, no transfers, cool. That's done. Yeah. And then lastly, I think Liverpool agreed Liverpool have had the worst transfer window. Yeah, because league. you know, you always expect them to sign someone. Yeah, they've signed a new goalkeeper, which is calm, like they've got their replacement for a backup keeper. That's that's that was bound to happen. That's important. Because if you're letting the keeper go, you have to bring someone in. Yep. And Adrian, like it's not hard to tell Adrian to come to Liverpool. Like mm-hmm. if I was that guy, I'd be like, Yeah, I'm coming. Yeah. In terms of their team, they're just lacking that depth. Could they improve depth-wise? Yeah, like you could have signed Sessegnon just mm-hmm. to have as a backup as Mane. Yeah, they needed potentially a. Ba- Why not Ziyech? Ziyech. We were linked to him. Zaha I would have loved him. Zaha to play up front, backup. Why not? Anyone like just sign someone who can. Like they have cater for depth, but regardless, I mean, there, were, there were quite a few options. So I don't know what they're playing at. This. I don't know. They could have signed Oda Weirald as a defensive pairing. To yeah. Van the weird Knight. thing is, it's like it's like Liverpool and Arsenal reverse roles. Yeah. Because what normally we do is we have that inactivity. You guys sit back in the lot. transfer window, yeah. but comparing it to Liverpool and I think Champions League winners. Yeah. Bear that in mind. Yeah. Second in the Premier League last season, and the fact that they basically signed no one notable to fill in positions you, that is kind of weird. If you deep it, you look at the top six. Liverpool haven't signed anyone. Could Arsenal be that second team now to come second? Yeah, you think you think we finished that high? Realistically, Man City they've got a better team than last year, and that team mm. won them the domestic quadruple or whatever it was domestic treble. Sorry, yeah. that, that's never been done before. Mm-hmm. That was and they've improved already with two signings. Yeah. Then you look at Arsenal, who obviously they've got what they needed. They've made their team better. Now it's more of a can they kick off the season the way they want to? To me personally, Man City, they'll have a consistent season. They'll lose games, they'll win games, they'll lose games, they'll win games. I don't see Man City losing against the top six. <coughs> Maybe the odd Arsenal game where Arsenal could beat them 2-1 at home. Yeah, that's the thing. The Arsenal's game, form, I can't predict how that's we're going to perform this season. I and really can't. You know, like... United, yeah, last season they were proving themselves against the top six, but they weren't proving themselves against Wolves, mm-hmm. Watford, clubs like these, like Newcastle. We were like struggling against these little clubs. Yeah. And you look at, for me personally, my top six predictions. I'm just gonna throw it out there right now. Yeah, last, I think that's a good way to round it off. Let's go for top six predictions. My sixth position is Chelsea, solely because I can't see Chelsea beating a team in the top five. Hmm. Liverpool have a better team than Chelsea. Yeah. I didn't see them beating them. I feel the only team that Chelsea could get three points out of is potentially United, just because we don't have a goal for it. But we yeah. have a better defence. So, will they score goals? Maybe, maybe not. I guess what they could do is they could rely on beating the little teams with goal differences, but then getting draws out of big teams and kind of holding yeah. on to that. Then fifth place, obviously, I personally think this year... Spurs are gonna have gonna have a hard season, mm. especially because okay. the signings they've made. If they signed Debala, I'd be like top three. Debala, mm. that's who they needed. Lacelso, like yeah, like he was at Real Betis, he was at PSG. He's on loan. Yeah. Will they sign him? Will they not? He could have a mediocre season, and not be signed at the end of the season. So who else then? Who's after them? So fifth is Tottenham. Yeah. I'd say fourth, Man United are gonna scrape it. <laughs> wow. I'm saying Man United are gonna scrape. Okay, it. I don't. I can't knock the confidence. Okay, obviously it's, it's, I'm confident. I have my reasons. I think 
Martial is going to have a They're big relatively season. weak reasons. I think Martial is going to have a big season this year. Okay, yeah. Hair, that's what they say every season. The Hayer quote tweeted Harry Maguire, so he's confident in his defence. And that's what the Hayer's yeah. been asking for huh. the past four years. Because Smalling and Lindelof, yeah, they were alright. Yeah, but apparently Smalling still look like really important into Ole's plans. Yeah, like, I'm not disregarding Smalling. Like, I think he's a good centre-back. He's a good depth centre-back to bring on. Okay. He's good to, you know... <clears throat> play in games where you need someone who's got that right. profession can play yeah. for United right, carry on then who's, in there? who's next next yeah, so you're saying United top 4 United top 4 who's third? Who's number third? 3 I'm going for Liverpool okay. I'm going Liverpool wow. Liverpool are going to slip up at the end of the season they're going to mm. start off really well Yeah. like United going to start off really well then they're going to have a bad mid-season January not going to be good mm. I can tell you that now and we've been consistent in that and a second Liverpool third Second, I'm seeing Arsenal. Because what I'm seeing yes. with Arsenal... It's a big prediction right there. What I'm seeing with Arsenal, they're going to have a bad start to the season. Okay. Not bad. They'll struggle. Yeah, they we don't have that do. defence. Opening day, we Opening day, struggle. you always either get a point out of it or and you like, lose. Yeah, who, we're playing Newcastle, I think. And that's the three points. On the Potentially. first. Yeah. Because, I mean, it's Steve Bruce, Newcastle, and you're like... Mm. I think we're away as well. Yeah, so. like, that's the thing. Is Pepe going to play... Probably, yeah, maybe not. I don't, I don't think know. No. David Luiz is going to play potentially because he is there to fill in that role of Koscielny. Mm-hmm. I think Arsenal start off bad, but as soon as it comes to January, February, Christmas, yeah. that Boxing Day where it's the livest football, I can see them coming up. Aubameyang coming back to top goal scorer. So, champions, you think, is going to be City Man City again. are going to retain it. And that hurts me to say... Huh. I, I would want anyone in the club in the top six to win apart from Tottenham, Liverpool, yeah. and I'd happily Chelsea win. Mm-hmm. I'd be happy for Arsenal to win because well, yeah. the team you have, you deserve it. In that I mean, in that in that scene, yeah. but Man City, I feel, I don't know, man. It's just they've just become that Barcelona in England. Yeah, man, they're just invincible. I think, I think you know I mean? for them, this year their focus is Champions League. Definitely, you've done enough Premier League. They've so, won it three, what, two years in a row? Or yeah. something like that? It's second year. So if they win it again, they'll make it three years three in a row. Years in so a row. Like, that will just solidify their dominance in English football, yeah, like, which is definitely you as Manchester United fan. You don't want that. You don't want that. That's the thing. So yeah, looking at my top six, uh, I'd say I'm with you on Chelsea being sixth. Yep. And I mean, fifth or sixth, definitely around there. Not top four. Yeah. They just haven't done the business. Fifth, uh, I'm going for Manchester United. Yeah, that's fair. You know what I mean? I can't see them getting into that's that top four. Yeah. Just haven't done the business enough. Uh, defensively, yeah, but offensively, I think you yeah. lot are going to struggle this season. Struggle, yeah. Fourth, I'm going with Spurs. <clears throat> I think I've learned my lesson from the past couple of seasons where, you know that, that one season where they broke through the top four yeah, and the yeah. next season, like a lot of pundits and play- people were saying, oh, they haven't signed anyone. Yeah, They're not going to make Champions yeah, League. Yeah, and yet yeah. they still, they still like just continue to prove people yeah, wrong exactly. which is no, I mean it pains me to admit it but yeah I feel they'll get into that top four again uh, third position I'm going with myself with the Arsenal awesome. I'm hoping we can at least get <clears throat> top three top four of course but considering the players we, we've signed you know what I mean like on paper we need to be finishing top three yeah. but based on the fact that we haven't seen a lot of these players performing in the Premier League yet we need to see how they gel. Exactly. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. <clears throat> and I think my top two is going to remain the same as last season, to be honest. See, Liverpool, Liverpool second. Man. Manchester City probably retain it again. Yeah. 
And yeah, but the only surprise that I can see is that what you just said with if Manchester City prioritise Europe, yeah, Liverpool could sneak in. Yeah. And of course that's with Liverpool not having any key injuries. They could actually win the title. They could win the league, yeah. Yeah, so... Because I think for them, that's their focus now. They've won it has the to be. League. They don't care. Like, yeah, you want to get into the final again. You want to do a Real Madrid. Yeah. But regardless... It has to be, yeah. That's just... I mean, I'd love to see a crazy season. Yeah. Like, you never know. Everton could come out of nowhere and just take that top four. They could take top Wolves six. could take top six. Yeah. And you know what? I feel like this season, the lower teams are there as well. Definitely. And you've got... Like Sheffield Wednesday, like I don't really. Yeah, Sheffield see. Wednesday have come up, Aston Villa have Norwich. come up, and Norwich. I think Aston Villa are probably the best out of the three. I hate seeing Norwich in the Premier League, man. Yeah. I really hate. It. They always come come back up. I'm like, listen, just go back down. Yeah, man. like I'm not just unnecessary. It's yeah. just that free team to get three points off. Yeah, man. <laughs> nah, we don't want that. So yeah, like top six. That, that's our predictions. Uh, I say we look at the opening fixtures of. Yeah, just real quick, just yeah. a quick roundup. So I know tomorrow. Or the time that this is going up, it will be Liverpool versus Norwich, first game of the season. Yeah, yeah, Liverpool versus Norwich. And you know, speaking of Norwich, uh, don't know how like Norwich can they put up a fight? I don't really know. No, I mean they're the Liverpool at home as well, so Liverpool you know I mean? could get a three 0 easy win. You know how Anfield is, isn't it? So uh, Manchester City are playing West Ham. That's going to be a good game. West Ham have signed a lot of players. Yeah, I'm interested in that. Uh, Bournemouth versus Sheffield Wednesday. Uh, Bournemouth going to take that, I think. Unless Sheffield Wednesday could surprise. I think Bournemouth could surprise this season as well. Yeah, I think so. I think Keep so. an eye out for Bournemouth. Uh, what other, what other uh, important matches there? Spurs versus... Palace versus Everton. Uh, that's true. Is Zaha going to play? Yeah. That's the big thing. Everton, I can see three points from them. We've got Spurs versus Villa. That'll be a good game. Yeah. I think that'll be a good game. Uh, yeah. Um, then we got Leicester versus Wolves. That's interesting. That'll be very, yeah. And then, yeah, Manchester United versus Chelsea. Yeah, that's first, a big opening game. First game, you know. And personally, if we lose that, the season is just done. Can't say done on the. Bro, it's, it's match one. You can't say yeah, done. Yeah, but I know. Yeah, I know. Obviously, I'm I'm overreacting. Yeah, but I'm over exaggerating. But you're losing to a team that hasn't even made transfers, and you've spent eighty million on a defender to lose that game. Yeah, that's gonna be big. Solskjaer's got a big game for him. Pogba is he gonna play? He's uh, he he's had a back injury. I'm putting up speech marks here. <laughs> back injury. Yeah. Is he gonna play? I feel like maybe, maybe not. Right, we'll see in it. Yeah, in terms of yeah, like we. Uh, Arsenal, we're unsure who's going to play as well. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't think Pepe will start. Tierney won't start. Yeah, so, yeah, there's a lot of doubt over that starting eleven. But we're playing Newcastle away um, over the weekend. Yeah. So, uh, knowing our history with uh, opening games... It's Especially not, away game. Yeah, it's not that good. And knowing our away record from last season, it's not been good. So, the one thing I need to say for Arsenal to improve on this season is that away form. Yeah. To secure that top four, you need to be winning away from home, especially against teams like Newcastle, yeah? Just like the fact that they pretty much escaped relegation last 100, season, yeah? 100. You need to take advantage of that. The fact that Benitez is gone, He's gone. take advantage of it, yeah? You lost Rondon, a couple of players like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah that's yeah. all I've got to say to Arsenal and but, the players. You know, football season's back. Finally. Football season Twitter's back. Yeah. You know like, how back. hype it is. Love yeah, Island's gone. It's no back. nine listen, months of football. No Love Island. We're just gonna straight on slap on match of the day. Exactly, That's what we're like, saying. And you know, yeah, I'm actually so excited. Even though, like, yeah, United haven't really done their thing. I'm just excited for what's to come. You know, it's just I'm just happy that although I'm, I'm normally I'm working during match days, <laughs> I'm just happy to you know match of the day. 
Gary Lineker is back on TV. Yeah, just the whole football atmosphere, man. It's Every just weekend. I just Robert Van Persie s- on BT Sport. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> listen, turn off the TV. So, I'm not interested in that. I'm excited, and I know a lot of people are excited, especially, like, I've seen on Twitter people are excited for this season. Definitely. A lot of people, I know Liverpool fans, aren't too keen, but they, they've got that uh, they, strong team. Yeah, that they, they got that core. On. They got that core. So... Yeah, I'd say... I think, you know, this episode's just been... You know, it's the start of the season. Maybe we'll come back to halfway. Potential halfway mid-season. Yeah, that, do you know what I mean? Whatever floats our boat and whatever yeah. you lot want to hear. And obviously, if you guys want to hear more sports in terms of, obviously, specifically football, I'd say, mm-hmm. we can we can do that. And we'll most likely be back in May mm-hmm. when Man United have picked up the trophy... And, ah, yeah, uh, right. Man United picked up the Europa League trophy yeah, taking a lot and the of FA Cup. Season, man. And you know, January, Dybala comes in, Ronaldo comes in, Messi comes in, Messi's and we're, we're, we're winning the whole I might as well just stop the recording Mazzolini. now, to be honest. And Arsenal relegated in the RB, man. Listen, this guy's got a ban on, yeah, but you lot ain't making top four this season. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> all right. But, anyways, yeah, this has been a good episode. Yeah, uh, I hope I hope you lot enjoyed it. Um, this is Hamza and Rayon uh, signing out. Shout out to Sahil, who couldn't be here. Yeah. Shout out to Usher who had to, you know, make his last minute deadline day transfer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, you know, we'll be back. Yeah. So again, just let us know. Give us feedback on this episode. If you liked it, uh, make sure you let us know. And you can get at us on our Instagram now. It's at Instagram.com forward slash irate that still. So yeah, just search irate that still and follow, follow us up. up. And also just bear in mind, you can follow us on Spotify. So if you click the follow button on our Spotify page, you'll be notified whenever we drop a new episode. So make sure you do that. Search Irate, that's still on Spotify. And as well as Apple Podcasts, we are, for the Apple users who don't use Spotify, we are also on Apple Podcasts. So make sure you download that app, mm-hmm. get following, subscribe, download the podcast and, you know, just tune in really. Yeah, yeah, we hope you enjoyed it and we'll catch you next time. See you no more in a bit. <laughs>